outside of Rainsville, Alabama, working with the, the Alabama Rural Electric Association. Groups here from several different co-ops around uh, Alabama. We're in uh, Rainsville. meeting started yesterday, and then the wooded site is outside of Dutton. And beautiful little, little area. Some pines to thin out to create some storm situations to let the guys practice on that. And, and hopefully if everything gets set up correctly, we'll have a on-the-line training class for Thursday and Friday with a small group. So it's going to be beautiful weather up here this week. About 70 degrees or so today and not a cloud in the sky. So. tree work people have been very successful just a uh, small notch back cut they can tell forward lean they they just kind of back up a step or two and watch it go if there's a possibility of something being tight next to an object or possibly a little back lean automatically a rope goes into position or possibly even a machine but it seems like in a, in training, very few actually understand the mechanics of the notch and also how a hinge can work with that notch. So basically people just cut until something moves and that's not always a, a good situation. If you're not watching down that face notch, you can end up taking the hinge off, whether cutting from the back or even with a bore cut through and loss of control is pretty well imminent unless you just happen to have forward lean in the direction that you want it to go. Very common people whether cutting from the back or bore cut through end up putting their bar through and cutting the hinge and a lot of people want to hold more over here on this side and allow the tree to to pull around well in this case it the side weight ended up on the bar and stuck and also if you think about it uh, very important that he was on the good side of this particular lean of the tree a hinge that's set up properly with your plan breaks from the back to the front Face notch closes, front line of the hinge still intact at that point. So very important to, to think through how, how that can work. And a face notch open enough to allow that hinge to work until the tree is to the ground. Finishing up day three today. Uh, the group here uh, did really good on the felling. We got some interesting, interesting uh, storm-type situations set up here, and so it's going to be uh, going to be a beautiful day and hopefully a great class today. I'm looking forward to it big time. Got them set up into four groups. Got them marked out, and they're going to be uh, putting together plans in teams, and then reducing those down. So whether on the line or whether we're uh working in the storm damage, we're going to take and think through the process of hazards 
and anything overhead or anything that might uh, cause some danger to the operator. Then we start to look, can it go side to side? Um, does it possibly have side pressures or movement potential side to side away for or towards the operator? Next is looking at up and down pressure. So is it supported to where the top is gonna to be the compression side or is it gonna be the bottom is gonna be the compression side? And then we can also move notches and hinges to be able to assist with that. And then we've got uh, also back pressures and whether it's on the line or it has a top against something here, we can end up uh, thinking about back pressure that can stick our saw. So we have to make sure that we look for those things and then choose the right technique to be able to control that. Notch and hinge gives you the ability to uh, control side to side as well as up and down. You have offset cuts that can give you the option of setting those and then backing up to be able to shake or take a piece of equipment and move those apart or put a tagline in it to break it. So there's a lot of different things that we can do with that. When we work with storm damage, we want to think about three rules we've kind of adopted. First one is one person on the tree with a chainsaw until it's stabilized. Second is try to work from the butt end of the tree towards the top. And the third is don't pass any limbs as you go in that direction. That way it reduces pressures and binds, always gives you an escape, and very easy to be able to uh, make sure that you're out of the way of any movement. And also co-workers. If you take, for instance, on this tree right here, I'm about uh, eight feet, I guess, from it. The limb structures are up here overhead. Maybe if you come down here, you can kind of see this is looking down the trunk. It's up against another tree uh, there's limbs that are bent over and spring types up in the other tree that could be pushing. These limbs are bowed back over to the left. So if I was to come up here and try to reduce some of this, I have a, I have a little sweet gum tree here that's blocking things, but, but more or less, uh, wherever I cut right here, I'm, I'm in, a, in a danger zone. In other words, it could roll over and be able to uh, get to me. It can roll over very, very easily. It's, it's above my head. A lot of times people say, well, I'm going to start down here where it's up off of the ground and I've got these trees to block, so I start cutting in here. But you know, there's, there's, really, no, there's really no escape should uh, something start to break or roll this direction. And especially if I come in from, from the other side, it would even start to be... Uh, more evident that uh, taking this from the crown end, you know, everything's got to be moved as I cut, and so it's a really a lot more work to uh, to work with trying to clear this out. But if I if I come back here to the butt end, now that doesn't mean you're going to go all the way back to the stump on the tree. It's according to the situation. 
you know, even if it was a wind throw, I would reduce that first, take that out with a notch and hinge, and then basically start working up. And I use notches and hinges. And you know, a lot of people don't think about it. They, they say, well, we don't do a whole lot of tree felling, but we do a lot of cleanup after storms. Limbs of this diameter, that's felling a tree. And if you don't control it, it can fall, flip, come at you very quickly. At working from the butt end up, you have the ability to uh, plan each one of those as a tree felling and basically reduce it and then figure out how you're going to separate the trunk as you work your way up. If you take out all the limbs as you go, it lowers everything down to the ground as you go. You always have an escape back away from possible movement and that's a key in the factor so again hazards anything overhead look to see side to side movement potential take advantage of block trees where you can look to see when i cut right here is it going to go up is it going to go down is this limb going to go side to side or up or down all of those are taken into consideration as we we will look at that and then back pressure where we've got limbs that are against something or uh, tops that could be pushing back all of those are taken into consideration and then we choose whether it be a notch and a hinge an offset cut a straight cut a wedge to lift or to separate all of that can be decided given our information plan put together so that's uh, that's the process of storm cleanup <laughs> You're stuck. I'm stuck. You want to be careful, you know, when you get the bar stuck like that, because if you pull the chain away from that bar, where does that pressure go? If I pull the chain up on the bar like this, where does the pressure go? Pulls the crankshaft and the, and the sprocket tip. So you want to be very cautious of pulling the chain away. 
because it can it can really tighten stuff up. <clears throat> so if we look at that one right there, it goes out that way, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. So where would the where would the compression side be on that? Well, it has a good little curve. I'd say the it's the side you're stuck on, on, isn't it? This one. So which side would you cut first? That's exactly what I talked about a minute ago. You went to the compression side, you started in, and then you went to the tension side, which was correct, and then you went back to the compression side, and what happened? Yeah, it kind of fooled me there. Yeah, so if you'd, if you'd have stayed on the tension side, it would have came off. <laughs> See, if you just use a tip, when you stick your whole bar across there, any movement grabs your bar and chain. If you use the bottom tip, then you can slide across it, and that'll disconnect it. And as long as you're through the thickness of the hinge that you had on your uppercut, because see what happened is it started up, didn't it? Yeah, and so you just take the tip, start on the farther side, cut over, and that'll disconnect it. But I think it's, it's, it's disconnected. You see any fiber there holding? Very little. Yeah. I think you're disconnected. Watch out. You go. Yeah. Gray Johnson, one a 362 CM Tronic. Not good